we've got here is failure to communicate. From sunny Southern California, we bring you Meet Bridget, a podcast for building confident communication and female badassery. We spotlight women who have bridged the gaps in their lives by building strong relationships and speaking their teenage dreams into reality. Welcome back to Meet Bridget. Thanks again for joining me for another Bridge Etymology. I'm Kashia, the COO of Bridget, and together with our founder and CEO, Asha Gabriel, I help run a confidence and communication platform for teen girls. For those of you who are new to the show, etymology is the study of the origin of words and the way in which their meanings have evolved throughout history. Because communication is one of our cornerstones, Asha and I aim to bring you a new way to think about the words we use in our daily vernacular. We firmly believe that having a deeper understanding of the words we use allows us to perpetuate self-confidence through clear and concise communication. Today, I'm breaking down the word integrity. Don't you think you ought to do something about expanding your vocabulary? To act with integrity is a virtuous term that considers honesty, conviction, and moral standards. It's an important skill for leaders and managers, and it's imperative to practice when developing and honing friend, family, romantic, or even work relationships. Typically, our integrity is a reflection of who we are and what we believe in, which means that each person's version of integrity, by definition, must be somewhat dependent on their own personal ideals. And though many of us operate under a similar societal code of conduct, my ideals are certainly going to vary from those of my colleagues, friends, and families. So what is integrity? Integrity defined is a firm adherence to a code, especially of moral or artistic values, an unimpaired condition, or the quality or state of being complete or undivided. We're in complete So from this, we know that integrity is not any of its antonyms, such as badness, evil, evil doing, immorality, sin, villainy, wickedness, which means to gain a better understanding of exactly what integrity means, we really have to look to its origins. Integrity is derived from the Latin word integer. Broken down even further into its original root words, Integer literally means untouched or intact. It comes from the roots in, meaning not, and tangere, to touch. In other words, untouched. Untouched. If you love numbers, the word integer may sound oddly familiar to you. Don't fear, math heads. We'll get into that later. Integer is a word that branched into four separate words before turning into the modern word integrity. Integer turned into the Latin integritas, meaning literally wholeness, or completeness. Figuratively, it meant purity, correctness, or blamelessness. And then it was also adopted into the French and English languages, becoming integrité and integer or integrate, respectively. The French word, and I may butcher the pronunciation, integrité, came to be sometime around 1400. La vedette de la fierté de la nation. Je sais. Comique, hein? It meant innocence, blamelessness, chastity, purity. It was a term meant to exemplify a sense of wholeness. In other words, a perfect condition. 
By the 1540s, integrity was a word that by definition described soundness of moral principle and character, entire uprightness or fidelity, especially in regard to truth and fair dealing. Now, the word integer, remember how I mentioned that the original root word integer means intact or whole? Well, in English, the Latin root word integer endured and came to describe the mathematical principle of a whole number. In other words, a number untouched or unbroken. This is a definition that continues to be used in modern times and continues to represent any number that is not a fraction. An even more poetic definition can be found in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, which defines integer as one, a whole number, a number that is not a fraction, or two, a thing complete in itself. The last stop on this branch of four is the second English word birthed from the original Latin root word, and it's one that, for me, brings the entire meaning and significance of integrity's definition full circle. It's the word integrate, and it literally means bringing together. That seems pretty simple, right? Living with integrity means uncompromising values. It means bringing it all together. So how do you apply integrity in your own life? In other words, how do you know you're living with or acting with integrity when it's so different from person to person? What am I doing? It's actually a wonder that the original root word integer came to be four independent words prior to coming back together to define integrity, with the essential definitions of each meaning whole, complete, in addition to integrate meaning the process of putting it all together. This is the aspect I'm most intrigued by, integrity as a process, an integration of your actions and lived experiences and your inner self-regulated values. In essence, both your inner and outer life coming together to create a whole, consistent being. When you think about integrity in this context, it means that you bear 100% of the responsibility to create an outer life that aligns with your inner values, and that those values are principles of living that you create for yourself. It's a beautiful reminder of our own free will and the ways in which we opt to interpret our freedom in order to feel whole or complete. It means that it's up to us to decide what our moral compasses look like and what guiding values are important for us to adhere to. And thus, when we act in accordance with those beliefs, when we align our actions with the inner truths we've developed, then we're acting with integrity or wholeness of self. In Buddhism, the belief of reincarnation sets forth the belief that each iteration of life is a direct product of a previous life. Therefore, to a Buddhist, being human is one of the greatest gifts because it implies that you've earned or been gifted the opportunity to control your own life, make your own choices, set your own path. Unlike a fish or a spider or an apple tree, humans have the ability to be thoughtful about opportunities for growth and change. To a Buddhist, being human is an opportunity to live intentionally and with a deep-rooted purpose which should be taken advantage of. Through the exploration of that purpose, we can seek to discover our individual passions and motivations the things that excite us and drive us and ultimately become our priorities. And when we are intentional about what these passions and motivations, wants, and needs are, we can begin to name the things that we value at our very core. This is where integrity begins, sorting out the pieces that make us whole. It's also perhaps the trickiest portion of the entire idea of integrity. This could be tricky. Similar to other processes, the path to integrity is one that begins with the internal identification of the things you believe to be deeply important and deeply true to you and within the context of your life. 
The fact that this becomes so personal is at once beautiful and terrifying because it means no one else is in the driver's seat except for you. In other words, you're the judge and jury of your own life. Order in the court! The key here is your values, not merely copying those of others. Like purpose, values too are to be discovered and evolved, but also like purpose, they require that you put them on the front burner, that you intentionally decide what you want those values and visions to be. For example, if family is one of your central values, then what does that mean? What does it mean to you to truly value family? How do you authentically and honestly demonstrate the value of family externally? Or any value? You utilize your inner values, whatever they are, honesty, vulnerability, transparency, creativity, family, and you practice them by making clear decisions, staying committed to your core values, and staying open to learning, growth, and change. And so the word integrate comes back into play as it becomes imperative to integrate your inner values into the way in which you live your outer life. And the definition of integrity comes full circle. The circle is now complete. One of the great psychoanalysts and personality theorists of our time, Eric Erickson, developed many seminal theories on human development and personality. But one in particular references integrity as part of the very core of human development later in life. On a side note and last reference page, he actually developed this theory with his wife, Joan Erickson. So let's just give her credit where credit is due when we speak of what should be called Erickson and Erickson's stages of psychosocial development. Their theory, which is widely published and utilized in best practices in modern American medicine and psychiatry in particular, when assessing children's growth and development in pediatrics, well, their theory examines the psychosocial conflicts that we work through as we move through different stages of our life. There are nine stages spanning from birth to death, where in infancy we seek to distinguish trust versus mistrust. As school children, we seek to establish competence through industry versus inferiority, and so on and so forth until we reach late adulthood, the final season of our lives, from 65 and onward. This final stage from 65 and beyond are the years in which the Ericsons maintained that humans seek to develop wisdom through the inner conflict of integrity versus despair. According to the Ericsons, as individuals age and begin to experience mortality in the deaths of friends, colleagues, and family members, or in the life transitions of retirement or becoming a grandparent, well, the final life crisis is a review of one's own life. It's the season where we take stock of our accomplishments and our developments and determine if the life we've lived is one of harmonious personal development or not. For the Ericsons, the positive resolution to this final inner strife is ego integrity, the whole contentedness of one's life and accomplishments, an integration and culmination of all the inner and outer values lived out in harmony. So when you're whole and consistent, there's only one you. You bring that same you wherever you are to the table, regardless of the circumstance. You show up as you are authentically and truthfully and in alignment with your inner values, whatever they may be. You are you all the time. And that is the sacred practice of integrity, of self-acceptance, self-assuredness, and self-love. So much so that even at the end of one's life, at least for those of you who subscribe to the Erickson's Principles, 
your lived integrity emerges as the development of wisdom. And that's our show. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe to, follow, and share Meet Bridget with your circle. The best way to help our work here is to rate and review our podcast. We're listening and constantly working to build something helpful for you. Catch you next time. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Thank you.